0: It's Bubbles here, and I'm located at Arundel Mills Mall, and this is my beautiful kiosk. So I'm going to show you guys something really special. So this cashmere body oil is one of my best-selling oils of all of my products. It's made of a hobo oil, coconut oil, vitamin E, so the most natural ingredients. Look at that. It absorbs into the skin so good, and it smells amazing. Follow me on Instagram at Bubbles Galore Me tiktok bubbles galore me as well and on my website at bubbles galore see you guys soon it's a vibe it's a
1: vibe
2: hey 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 what's going on what's going on man sorry for the delay glad to be here Thank you, thank you. Well, let's go ahead and kick this off. This is another episode of the Vibes Podcast. It's your boy Two Dick King, Fleeky Eyebrows, and uh, I
1: got you all to introduce yourself. Y'all, alright, low, it's your girl Brex, your favorite hot headed and we got a special guest today.
2: Y'all probably, if you've been around the last ten years, you didn't heard this voice, uh, seen this face. I'm going to let me introduce myself. Go ahead. What's up, everybody? I'm Kelson King Kels, urban informer, all that. All that, man. Listen, so let's just dive right into it. You have been moving and shaking in the city for too long. (laughs) Not a lot of people. First of all, it's hard in radio. I didn't know what you looked like. I only heard your voice. (laughs) Yeah. And I was like, "This what everybody look like?" <laughs> oh, okay, okay. But uh, so for everybody that's listening, what do you? What is exactly your title at the radio station? Um, right, and it, it changes from hour to hour, but right now <laughs> I'm the operations manager of Radio One Baltimore, and also the host of the AM Click 192 Q. Okay, okay. <laughs> so for all the people that. Want to get in radio? Do you feel as though when they come to you, do you give the same generic answer, or does it like differ from person to person? I think it depends on the mood I'm in, honestly. (laughs) (laughs) But what I what I what I do try to tell people is the truth. Like I don't try to sugarcoat shit. Can I curse I'm sorry. Yeah, shit. Yeah. yeah. No, I'm so used to being on radio. Can (laughs) I (laughs) curse. Um, I try to just be genuine. Like I tell them, like it's not easy because some folks will try to get into radio and think, oh. I, I use the hostess party down choices putting for the <laughs> afternoons. It's not that simple. Like people, like when I came in, when I came in, it was literally on some old like making the band hazing stuff. You know, okay. now people they just come in and want to be on afternoons. Like no, it doesn't work like that. You got to put in the work. Like for me, when I first started, I was the um intern with Nikki Nick Knight back in the day. Mm-hmm. Uh, she was also she she did nights nice, and she also was the music director. So in her office was a wall full of CDs. I had, all I could do was open the mail and alphabetize those CDs. I wasn't going to no studio. I went and got food. I went, I just did everything. They picked her up and took her home. It was real. Like, these some kids these days, they don't get it. What made you, what were you doing before you even broke into radio? Was this like your favorite? You wanted to do this or you fell into it? it um, it's crazy because when I first went to College Park, one day for one year. I was a major in architecture. Mm. I, wanted, I wanted to design homes. That was a well, major left. Yeah, so I started taking the, the, the math classes. Like, no, this ain't it. I'm going to focus on my minor. And so then I transferred to Towson University and um, started my internship. <laughs> wow. Okay. <laughs> okay.
1: So you started your internship, and from there it was just straight radio. You never looked back?
2: Never. Thank God. Actually, no, I'm lying. When I first when I, I was interning, then got put on as, I want to say, the associate producer of the night show. Then I did, um, I was still part-time. I started like board hopping, started doing weekend shifts, but not until this was right after Swift died, mm. um, did I get a full-time gig in radio, which I became the music director. Um, but okay. before then, I was working part-time. And then I was also teaching at an alternative school. Oh, so you, oh, was, wow. you was a teacher. Hold on now. <laughs> kids now. Yeah, it was an alternative school for boys, and I was um, one of the English teachers. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Would did you when you were coming up? Were you one of the boys that went to an alternative school like myself, mm-hmm. or think <laughs> have? Yeah. No, I was pretty good. I had. I was talking a I had to get like progress reports and everything, but I, I wasn't too wild. Oh, okay, nothing too good, <laughs>
1: Okay, so you on both sides of the radio business. You on the radio, people listen to you, but you behind the scenes. Which mm-hmm. one do you prefer better, or what do you like best about both?
2: Mm. I think I actually like doing both at the same time. Sound like being put in a box. Um, I guess the crazy thing, you know, when you're on the radio, you're just in the studio by yourself or you got some guests, mm-hmm. that I'm fine with just staying in the studio. Okay. I get nervous when like I gotta go out and host stuff, you know, and every, believe it or not, I'm low key shy. Yeah, believe <laughs> it or not. <laughs> so before I go do those things, i definitely have a shot or oh, I got some glasses on so you can't really see my eyes freaking out. <laughs> <laughs> but I do I do like I like the interview process so definitely probably the studio part as well. But then on the on the other side, you're in charge of the programming station, the how it sounds and activities and the whole work behind it. You work on sales, to try to um to do events, where promotion try to increase ratings. So I like them both honestly.
3: Okay. Do you?
2: Because this just came to my mind. Do you feel as though? Well, no. When you first started, as of right now, do you still get the like the starstruck when you're around certain celebrities, or now you feel like oh, I belong here? Now is a normal day. It depends who it is. Like I like I think one of the last. Well, as many times I've met Mary J. Blige. I'm still one a thousand every time <laughs> I see her, you know. Um, for the most part, I'm pretty cool. It's only like two folks that I have not met that if I meet them, probably going you know low key like fan out. And that's Missy Elliott. Okay, like, I've, I've got to meet be Missy before I pass, and probably um, President Barack Obama. Oh. so you got the high <laughs> list.
1: There's some people that go fan them out though.
2: <laughs> they are like the crazy thing. I, I love Beyonce, and I've been in a room with her like twice. And it was just like, I was just too, just <laughs> I
3: don't want to go close. Go close.
2: Okay, so still, okay, so that's good. So I see that you definitely maintain the professionalism and still being humble. Because a lot of people speak yeah. out when in these situations or say something crazy to you. And, and that's the thing, because I think I've been doing it like for so long. I'm kind of like used to it. Not, mm-hmm. And I ain't trying to brag enough, but I'm just kind of redundant. Like, I don't got to go out anymore. I'm fine with just staying in the house. What? On a Friday night, I'm cool. Like <laughs> Well you said, we were talking about that. You have a, a daughter, right? Yes, yeah, you probably hear her in the background. <laughs> I read insert to your book, and mm-hmm. after reading, and I was like, got sucked in immediately. <laughs> first and foremost, what made you even want to write that book?
3: Mm.
2: I think when I first began writing it. I was frustrated with the things I was going through, mm-hmm. going through a divorce, going through the single dad thing, and I needed an outlet to get it out. So I just started writing things down. Let me say, the, the version is out now, definitely the first version. The first version, I was way more angry. <laughs> when I was working with my editors. Um, it was like, do you re- do you want to do it this way or do you want to soften? Because at the end of the day, that's still my child's mother. That's still my ex-wife. Right. I still want to respect her. But at the same time, I'm going to tell my truth. Mm-hmm. And I didn't, I didn't put everything up there, but I still wanted to tell my truth and, I guess, be a beacon of a beacon of hope or, you know, because a lot of times we hear about the single mothers. It's not too often you hear the single dads tell their story.
3: Right. So I
2: kind of wanted to help, you know, put it out there. I would say I resonated with your story because as of now, I'm going through, the moment, the moment I started reading, I was like, I can relate because right now I'm going through the whole being a single dad process. Mm-hmm. And it's When it first started happening, it's weird because it's like, well, don't it supposed to be reversed? Like, (laughs) it ain't supposed to be like this. So what advice do you have for the the single dads out here that's going through, you know, raising their kids or multiple kids by themselves? Well, for you, you have a a daughter or a son? I have a daughter, too. Brother, (laughs) I'm with you. It's tough. I'm saying this. Being a girl dad will just soften you up because they just so I love you Danny. I love you. you know, it's real cuddly, you know. No. Um but the advice I would say is, hmm, um, give it your all. Mm. Like no matter what you and the, the your child's mother may be going through, but give your all to the child because they didn't actually be here. But they deserve everything that you can give them and put them first. No matter what, put them first. And that's what I've that's what I've learned to do. Like everywhere I go, nine times out of ten, she's right there with me. And if she can't go with me, I'm not there. Okay. Did you, was that was that a hard uh, learning curve? Because when that happened, yeah. you like you say in your book, you were already doing so many things as far as career wise. Mm-hmm. Was revamping your whole life difficult or do you feel like it was an easy process? Um, I think when I when I did get married and we lived out in Frederick, I wasn't driving over back to Baltimore every time something was going on. So <laughs> I was coming to work. And then leave, and then like becoming married, being, becoming a family man, you kind of put everything else on the back burner because you have a family now. Mm-hmm. Um, but when I when I became a single dad, it was actually right there at the start of COVID. So oh, we we're home a lot, so it's just mm-hmm. me and her. You know, for the for the long time, wasn't much to do, so we kind of bonded even more right then. I had no choice. Yeah, not at all. <laughs> <laughs> and so it's just like you know what, I'm fine with making her priority. Mm. And if I can, and if I if I can do stuff, cool. If not, I'll try to get it next time. Okay, so um, you. I will the, the good thing also is um having a strong village. Yeah, um, that's definitely important.
3: That support
2: system. Hmm. Definitely, definitely. Do you feel like dating now is a little different because you are having a daughter now? Like, you let that be known, or you like keep that part separate? And I guess being you know a public figure, you probably get like, hard to date. <laughs> I think if you follow me like on social media you you probably gonna see pictures of my daughter, so you may know, but if not, I have no problem with telling you, hey, I have a daughter, so if I can't do this, this is why you know mm-hmm. um I will say um uh, I'm very skeptical about allowing her to meet other people or because mm-hmm. I don't want to bring too many people I know around my child, you know because you don't wanna you wanna confuse them. Some mm-hmm. already hands on, and I think it's kind of different if you're dating someone that also has a child and is single, because mm-hmm. y'all can kind of relate and understand yeah. to the schedule. That makes it so much easier. And someone that has kind of like the same parenting skills or the same parenting ideas that you have, that makes it a little bit easier. Yeah, I definitely get that.
1: So, would you prefer to date someone with a child or someone without? Well, here's the thing. Oh, for the longest
2: time, oh, shit. <laughs> I was the one. I ain't dating a woman that got no kids for the longest time. Even when you had a kid, I didn't. I didn't. No, when I didn't have a kid, I was just single. Oh, okay, I said I was not dating a woman with a child. My wife had two children from previous relationships. Not when, when we got together. That's all, that, all that shit went out the window, you know. <laughs> so <laughs> now I'm not. I I can't say no. I, I'm not going to date a woman that don't have no children. I think it just depends on her, their mindset and they understand that, yo, my daughter's going to come first. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that makes sense. And also, she can't have like 50-11 kids. That's, that's not going to happen. Everybody got a cutoff. I got one. My cutoff, uh, two is my max. If you coming in a winter, that's my max. my max. If you go above two, I'm sorry. That's three kids plus me. <laughs> hey, <laughs> three
1: kids plus me. See, I don't got no kids, so two is definitely my max.
2: Okay. But at least you're open to dating to dating men with kids, because some, some yeah. women aren't.
1: I can date a man with a kid. I mean, I understand, like, your child should be a priority, and plus, dating a man with a kid, you can see, like, what he would be like if that's something that you're looking forward to in the future with that man. You want to make sure he's going to be that good father. Yeah. So you can't say no to dating a man with a child when, first of all, in the age that we had, almost everybody got kids. It's rare that you find somebody that without one.
3: Yes.
2: And if they I don't, yet they're a unicorn. Listen, well, if, you're in the, if you're in the age bracket of 30 or more, I tell you, you're gonna suck up, you're gonna be a step parent. If look, you get above 31, ah, yeah, get it's real still, deep out here. I feel like I'm dark. Is it too dark? Y'all you know, see me? I know I'm black as hell. <laughs> we was going through the same problem. The light, I need to fix
1: it. Like, it got a yeah. shock.
2: I'm I'm in a hotel because in an accident on Friday, so I can't oh, where, right where right. I live. I can't I can't stay there, so I'm in a hotel. So yeah, that's all. It's all <laughs> my ring light.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
2: Do you uh bend your position in radio for the young artists out here and not the Baltimore heads? Here we go. I was waiting for it. Come <laughs> on, you know, you know. What is the proper way if they know you see you on the street? And they'd be like, oh, I can I can probably get on the radio. What is the proper way to even try to go about that if they do see you on the street? Um, don't, like, I know, like, speak. Let's just speak, hey, what's up? I'm so-and-so, I'm so-and-so. I do music. Cool. And then later, email me social media. Hey, here's my information. You know, here's my single. Let me know your thoughts. Or even just simple go 92 qcom We got the Q Music Spotlight, where it shows you what you should have before you even try to take... To- uh, one second. Take radio. Take um, your music to the radio, right? Like far as getting it registered, getting your paperwork straight. That's very, very important because if, if a station does decide to play your song, they want to know you want to know what station are playing it. So it's about tracking and making sure you're getting your publishing and all that together. Because at the end of the day, it's a business. It's still a business. They don't so, be thinking about that. They just know if they get their song on the radio. You know, that's it. Well, no. They think they go record in the studio and that's it. It needs to be in power rotation. Yeah. That's what some artists think. But no, you got to work the record. Like, go to the club. Get some, get a, you know, do a listing party. Work the record. Work mm-hmm. the record. You know, get to be familiar with it. Do you, fi- do you feel like being where you are in radio, do you feel like radio is dying because of the whole streaming and not many people listening to radio? Or, like, how do you survive in that space? Well, I'm not gonna say is it's dying. It's not where it used to be, but different mm-hmm. results have, or different tests and research has shown that it's still a very popular medium. Mm-hmm. But it definitely has some challenges with the streaming, with the podcast. Um, you know, same thing like newspapers, newspaper, and magazines went through with online. Yeah,
3: so
2: it's, it's definitely it's definitely some challenges. Oh, because okay. I just yeah. want to you know. I'm- with, a young, with a younger audience, is, is, a, is, a, is more so of a challenge. Yes. Because I asked somebody before, I was like, hey, what's your favorite radio station? She was like, the radio? I was like, oh, yeah. A
1: lot of, a lot of people are like, I don't listen to the radio. I'm like, you, you don't know the stations? Like, I mean, I might have my phone plugged in a lot. I might be on the ups. I might mm-hmm. listen to XM, but I still know the radio stations. Like, I yeah. still tune into certain things on the radio. Yeah. And the younger generation is just like, radio? What's that?
2: Yeah. Because they got their air parts and watching YouTube and... Yeah, or
1: mm-hmm. they streaming something from off of some website.
2: Yep. Do That's you... Exactly it. Do you, uh, doing what you do now, right? <clears throat> do you feel as though doing it for so long that you're going to transition out of it? Or like, this is your around? you are going to stay in this? No, I definitely want to go further. Like, I, I want to, as I, as I keep telling people what I said before, I want to be like the Black Ryan Seacrest. Like okay. let me be the that's talent. And also, be behind the scenes running the show. I'm fine with that.
3: Okay, okay.
2: Oh, so we're not going. You're eventually going to stop hearing that voice on the radio. That, that, that's going to be out of it. I rather I rather do it on a high note than they put me out. You know what I'm saying? Then they, yeah,
1: yeah, you better go out with a bang than to be yeah. like, all right, sure, my time has come <laughs> to an end."
2: Exactly. That's 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 important to me. Going out on a high. You yeah. have posted something oh. to me, and I was going to wait till I seen you to action. What do you? I don't know. Brax knows about it. I think the governor is passing a bill for your four. You don't no longer need a four-year degree to get mm-hmm. state jobs. What is your input and your thoughts on this? We talked about this on my show. I think first of all, I think it's great for anyone here. Sorry, y'all. No, you, you got it. Um, I think it's great. Any way you can you can get you can get That's no, fine. Any way you can get a living, is fine. But at the same time, I feel like it's like a smack in the face for people that did go to school and that did, you know, got this high-ass tuition that Biden ain't canceled yet. And um, <laughs> I that's think it's kind of slap in the face. But but then again, Break it you, you got different trades that could help you. you right. know? I'm really kind of on the fence with it. I felt like I was on the fence with it because I was like on the oh, that's super dope. You're giving not just like basic minimum wage job. You're actually giving Somewhat structured, high-paying jobs, but then yeah. what about the person that went to school for that profession loses out to someone who didn't go yeah. to school? That is like, what, what did I do this for? Yeah, yeah, like so I really didn't need this degree. It's like <laughs> we yeah. both started at the same level. Like what? what I
1: mean, yeah. I'm on the fence about it because like I feel like, like you said, people with degrees, it's like, okay, I went to college, I got this degree, and now, I mean, I really don't need it. Mm-hmm. But I feel like it's very beneficial for those people, especially maybe in the older generation or those individuals that have been doing the same job mm-hmm. forever. Mm-hmm. Like, they got that state job or whatever at 18. Grandma not maybe leaving. maybe they got it, and, you know, maybe they slammed oh. into a tech agency, and, you know, they held on, but they've been doing that position forever, and they're very mm-hmm. much experienced in the job, but that pay rate doesn't reflect that because they don't have that
2: degree. But then you got to also look at it. Okay, somebody, let's say a doctor, right? Mm-hmm. It's is a doctor went to school, got his degree. You're not going to trust, you, you may trust them, but then again, someone who was, um, as go I think, I forgot the word, but they, they're trained to get their hands-on experience before they graduate, mm-hmm. you're probably going to feel more comfortable with them. Doing yeah. a long surgery on you? That's they, how they actually you've done, done it before. Paper. correct? Yeah. So it was like a, like I said, I'm on the fence. That yeah. experience versus that knowledge always mm. goes. ah. Yeah. If you want to fix my plumbing, have you done before? Yeah. <laughs> or somebody that I mean, I know how to do it. Ooh. <laughs> yeah. Okay, I can see how that how that works. Go ahead. Um, let
1: me see. So, what else is hot? What else is hot right now?
2: You got now? that? This random. What would be your advice? We can't even just put him out there like that. But for the the this lovely artist of a man, do you feel as though your personal opinion You better that, ask
1: about that man? You
2: know I am. That you mm-hmm. feel like got to. That Kanye's doing too much right now. <sighs> is Kanye doing too much right now?
1: Is he doing too much or is he doing enough?
2: Listen if Kanye was repost this interview and say something to me, it's a on. one.
3: <laughs>
2: um I don't want to say it's too much the fact that I believe that he should be fighting for his children if there's cases where Kim is keeping him from his children. Mm -hmm. Fight for that. But all the different attacks and got to post everything, that's doing too much. You you would have just left that part out. Yeah. Now, I will. Now, when when Skeet sent him the text message (laughs) saying... (laughs) He said he was in the bed with your wife, but now we got to fight. We got to fight at this point, yeah. but 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 he's divorced now. He's divorced. Listen, they're just they're just divorced. But they listen. I
1: think he, is the divorce not even final. It, divorced is divorced. it final? Yeah. Yeah. Or it was. I think the
2: judge said Kimberly.
1: Yeah, she just legally separated. Yeah. He, she yeah. said she's single. Their divorce is not final.
2: That but was. This, but this is my thing. Someone you that had kids with, y'all that made money together. I wish a nigga would say y'all gonna be with your wife it's going to be a problem. And then send you a
3: picture? Like,
2: no. A yeah, like, no. Mm-mm. But, yeah, I think he's definitely treading a fine line, but definitely don't never stop fighting for your kids if someone is keeping you from your kids. Yeah. But you just know some people just don't fight fair nowadays. Yeah. Women you, don't fight fair.
3: <laughs>
2: you this was in your book, and you briefly touched on it, that, you know, you did have your little outbursts and things like that. Do you think now that you're still working on fighting fair or sometimes it slip out and you might say a word? I'm, you... just, I'm just going to say I'm so thankful for Zoloft. <laughs> it kind of balanced me out because <laughs> I needed it. Like, I can't remember the last time I got mad. If I get mad now, it's probably something to do with my child. And I've been, like, kind of chill. Like, when stuff happens now, I'll be like, okay, cool. Okay, so now you get you more chilled like... out now than your younger yeah. self. So. I take my medicine every day, so <laughs> So are you on that are you on the branch of men that doesn't I don't wanna say black women, but I'll just say women in general. That you don't like the the masculine women that we have now? Like does that still like mm, or you like the submissive You, mean you like know? a stud? <laughs> no like how men, women today have a lot of they've taken on the masculine role as far as the household and everything like that mm-hmm. so you still gravitate towards gravitate towards that part or are you okay with the submissive you take care of everything type of role i think it should be well balanced you're going 50 50 that's be well balanced um what do you mean, like, for bills
1: and stuff? For, for bills it, and stuff. Are you going 50-50 for bills, or are you going 50-50 as a whole? Like, okay, I can pay these bills, but you take care of this household.
0: Stay with us. We'll be right back. Everybody, it's Bubbles here, and I'm located at Arundel Mills Mall, and this is my beautiful kiosk. So I'm going to show you guys something really special. So this cashmere body oil is one of my best-selling oils of all of my products. It's made of jova oil, coconut oil, vitamin E. So, the most natural ingredients. Look at that. It absorbs into the skin so good and it smells amazing. Follow me on Instagram at Bubbles Galore Me, TikTok Bubbles Galore Me as well, and on my website at Bubbles See you guys soon.
2: I, I could do that. If I can afford it, I have no problem with that. But guess what? When I come home, you know, make sure the kids are good. Make sure, the, you know, dinner's together. Stuff like that. If I got okay. not no problem.
1: If you want to pay the bills and she want to take care of the household, then when you come home, there should be nothing for you to do but wash your ass and eat dinner.
2: No, she better wash my ass for me. Oh now <laughs> <laughs> nah, she got to wash it for you. I
1: can, yeah. never,
2: I can never get with it because, uh, I mean, I get if your kids are younger and everything like that, you're taking care of home. Okay, cool. Well, once your kids start to get a certain age, kids in school, what are you doing all day? The house ain't that messy. Like you just home all day, not making no money, just just home.
1: I mean, I would hope by then she has a hobby.
2: Yeah, or a crowd. I hope, yeah. hope she
1: like to do something. Maybe she got a blog. Maybe she got a blog. Hmm. I don't know what she. Just she nails, and, maybe she nails, do weaves, like nails. Yeah, like maybe she like do lashes girl. or something. <laughs> maybe she creative. Maybe she make art or something. I would hope at by. Maybe something. she sell yeah. waste
2: trainers. Who knows? Yeah, but do I know hope something.
1: something. Yeah, she would have something, even if it's not like bringing in a whole lot of money. I would hope that she would still be doing something. Like mm-hmm. I mean, you taking care of the kids and the house and everything, but like I'm sure there's something that you yourself want to do, right?
3: I mean, yeah, you got a point.
2: You got a point, you got a point. I just thought I wanted to just add that. Would you stay in Baltimore? No, not necessarily. I haven't even thought about like when my contract is up because we know the city is, you know. You gonna leave too?
3: You gonna Atlanta?
2: No, no. I think if I ever was to go elsewhere, it would be to go. And now I'm about to turn to a dad and I'm about to get in trouble. Uh, um, <laughs> probably like Texas. i would like Texas or, one, or the Carolinas down south. Oh, man. So do you do you look down on not just artists or people on radio in your profession, that when they are born here, they just like to migrate out of the city, but then in the same forefront complain how there's not enough light being brought to the city. People with the light normally leave. Mm-hmm. So I'm not because um, I left for a few years and I went to you know DC down the street, but also went to Cincinnati um before I came back. I don't I don't um look down and I think you gotta you gotta do what's best for you and your family, your situation.
3: Mm.
2: know, Yo, you make a point. So I mean yeah. that's kinda of the common thing we keep running into. Everybody like it here, but they like you kinda of get stuck here. I mean
1: Baltimore is Baltimore. That's 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 just our city, you know? Our city is gonna be our city. You some mm-hmm. want to stay here, some people want to go to the outskirts, some people want to get the fuck away from here. Yeah, like, it's just like you said, it's you as a person. If you feel like okay, I love my city, but I don't want to be here, that's fine. Then, go, that's fine. Go ahead. Don't bash your city, like okay, you, it's a bunch of cities out here like us, so don't mm-hmm. be like, oh. I, I had to go. It was da, 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 da. like don't. It's your city though. It's it's fifteen other cities just like us.
2: Yeah, and you never you know. know. You, people
1: go through the same thing we go through every day in a whole another state.
2: And when you do go away, sometimes you go away to to level up, and then you can maybe come back and help the city or do something positive yeah. for your city. But mm-hmm. I'm still going to be gone. I'll come back, every, you know, to visit. There's nothing wrong with that. Come back
1: and visit or donate some something, build something up, do something. Mm-hmm. I feel like as long as you trying to shed the positive light on your city. There's not wrong one with necessarily leaving it. Yep. You know, when you leave it behind, you just physically not there.
3: Yep, true. What has been your,
2: out uh, of your years, what has been one of your top, make it hard, top <laughs> interviews you've had? Um, hmm. This year? We saw overall ever. Oh, overall. Um, Ooh, somebody like I think it's like three or four. Okay. You can slide a fourth one in there. Okay, cool. Um, so I interviewed Nick Minaj twice. I'm gonna say the most recent one. I've seen that. Okay. Right. Um, I'm gonna say Mary J. Blige.
3: Okay. okay.
2: I'm gonna say Hmm. let mm, let's get in <laughs> probably Tamar and Fantasia. let's talk about it why was fantasia on top four how'd she get
3: there
2: i think think since fantasia came out and i did watch idol but since she you know my cat is acting crazy excuse me (laughs) (laughs) Uh, i think i've been a fan of hers and over the years we have become friends Mm -hmm. and so just like she's always very open and honest and and uh sharing sharing herself like i remember after her last time she was here her and her husband my wife and I was we going through our problem and they said that it was she was counseling us in their dressing room. Like, and she just always like real. Mm. I, love, I love her honestly. Plus, you know, for me, I like I like singers, like real singers. Give me some Jasmine Sullivan, give me some Kiki Wyatt, give me Oh yeah? Yeah. I had this conversation um two weeks ago, right now. Top five singers all time. Jasmine Sullivan. Okay. She's in the like top
1: five? Jasmine Sullivan Of up.
3: all times? That's
2: in yes. the rest of the list. Easily.
3: Okay. That's
2: what okay.
3: I'm J-
2: Jasmine Sullivan, okay. Jasmine Sullivan. I'm going to say Kiki Wyatt. hmm
3: I'll
2: say Fantasia. Okay, oh, my God.
1: You got two more.
2: Um... Now, all right. So what, let me. <laughs> I'm about to say, "Oh my god!" I mean, we're talking about like singing, singing, or put on the show. We're saying all, all of it, all of it. Because you done put three in there, and I'm sitting here like, "Oh no, Well, now if you saying all of, I thought you were saying like just singing. Oh, or, we saying everything all together. Got to give it to you. Top of the list, Beyonce. Okay. Um, I'm going to say Chris Brown, of course. Michael Jackson.
3: Okay.
2: Um. That's three, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, it's getting shaky. <laughs> you know what who puts on a great show, believe it or not? T-Pain. T-Pain. Mm-hmm. The
3: show.
1: So I've heard that. I have heard that going to see T-Pain is lit. Like, real lit. Like Don't sleep. It's a whole... Because, you know, T-Pain is involved in every aspect of everything that goes on with him. Mm-hmm. So, like, it's a whole, like... Sing like a whole show, like a whole... T-Pain? Yeah, he don't just step yes. on stage and write, like T-Pain
2: is a thing. He had a like, thing set up, he's going, hey, yes. Yeah. Okay, Ah, right, you got one more left. <laughs> this is... now. it's about four people that have been left off this list, so I'm going to hit this last person. For showmanship? We we said overall. Yeah, you it? said, yeah, overall. overall. Um, I think he's
1: doing pretty good um, as far as people go, overall performing.
2: Yeah, um... And then just because it's my favorite person in the world, uh, it's between mm-hmm. Mary and Tony Brexton.
1: Okay, okay. What's, what's on your list?
2: Yeah, cause I'm waiting. I'm seeing, so You, you know, yeah. if we want to, I say overall with performance and singing. They, they, they got to be the best in performing, but they got decent performance. My top five have to be Beyonce. Gotta be. I'm gonna give it to Mary. Ah, I feel wrong if I leave her out, even though her Ooh. performances wasn't like that. Ooh. I gotta put Whitney in the list. I got if, if we don't both, I gotta put Whitney on the list. Okay, that leaves two more. Two more. Hmm. Janet, and I'll put for that final spot. That's a tough one. That's a tough one. I'm gonna go with. I can't put her because I was singing that all the way there. But I would,
3: I was going to say... It's um,
2: Janet.
1: Janet whispers. I was about to say, Janet singing is not there. But Janet puts her on the whole show. She yeah. puts her
2: on the show. She can whisper the hell out of her words. Yeah. She's not a singer. <laughs>
1: right.
2: Tiana Taylor isn't bad also. Even though she has more of a
3: sexual type of her
2: performance. Her performances,
1: fire. Her performances That's are hard. fire. Like, mm-hmm. like you say, even though it's not all about her voice, her performance
2: is fine, and Tiana has a good tone. Yeah, He said her whispers. He does.
1: does on a lot of. You,
2: and you <laughs> say between Mary and Tony, T-ball, right? Was it Tony? Oh, Tony. Tony. Like Tony, Tony Moe is one of, is my cougar crush.
3: I'm not gonna
2: say that Mary J. Blige puts on great performances. Have, you seen, have, like, have you seen it outside the Super Bowl?
1: Mary J. Blige, you something to look at. I have. To. She gives, she keeps yes. you entertained. She gives you something to watch.
2: Mm-hmm. It's very much entertainment. I'm side of the Super Bowl, but <laughs> even in the Super Bowl, she killed. But she had like such a short time, so she didn't have too much to do her thing.
1: Yeah, Marty be doing her does her thing in her car. She be skitty being rocking up about that stage the whole night. Oh my
3: god, you will.
1: You know Well, what's yours? Um, day Top five? Top um, five. Beyonce, Michael. Because
2: mm-hmm. mm. I'm going to ask him something about that Beyonce question.
1: What about Beyonce? All right. Anyway, Beyonce, Michael. Um. Dang.
3: Mm. That's, you got three
1: more mm. people.
2: <laughs> uh, at least he threw Chris Brown in there. He did something out there. He's... I ain't going to throw him out there. The boy can sing and he can
1: dance. Is fire.
2: Okay, you put him on your list, I'll put, I'll
1: put Chris Brown on my okay. list.
2: All right, you got two more.
1: I'll put Chris Brown on my list. All right, so what I say? Beyonce, Michael, Chris Brown.
2: You ain't going to put Drake on there.
1: Drake can't sing.
2: And Drake just going to walk across the stage.
1: Right, Drake don't oh, do was, none of his I was, concerts. I was just checking. I was just checking. Jesus, Jesus. <laughs> if I'm going to choose somebody like that, then I might as well go ahead and say DJ Khaled, because at least DJ Khaled going to bring... Everybody, I the show, show going to be fire. Like, if if you want to say, if you're going to look who you're you you going You would choose to go watch Drake over DJ yes. Kelly. Like he said, Drake is going to walk across the stage. Drake? Back. <laughs> Drake <laughs> is going to walk across the stage back and forth. Showmanship wise, Drake's going to walk across the stage back and forth. He don't do too much. DJ Kelly is going to be lit. It's going to be theatrics. It's going to be people moving around. It's going to be something to watch. Yeah, DJ Keller's gonna give you that liveness, that energy. You out in public, you wanna see a show. I don't wanna see Drake. Yeah. Mm, mm, Okay, that's how Mary J. Blige is. Whoa, whoa, whoa,
3: whoa, 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 whoa. whoa, whoa, whoa. (laughs) Mary J. Blige is mad. Mary (laughs) J. Blige got more than that.
1: Mary J. Blige got more than that. So if I'm gonna choose somebody current, like real, real current, up to date, I would choose DJ Khaled. over Drake. I would. You would. I would. Okay. DJ Khaled going to bring Drake out. I'm going to still see Drake. True. You got a point.
2: But it's not DJ Khaled's talent. His talent is DJing and getting the hype. There you go. I don't know if we can really use him. So let me ask him this. What is up with people saying that my girl Beyonce can't sing? They must be high.
1: They can't
2: hear. A lot of people say Beyonce cannot sing. Beyonce
1: can sing.
2: No, she definitely can sing. I even heard Miss um, Tina knows on her Instagram. She'll just post like this the raw audio Beyonce singing or warming up. And the girl could. Yeah. The girl got both. I think
1: yeah.
2: when they say she can sing, they are comparing to what you said, the Kiki's, the Jasmine's, the Adele's, the higher range of singers. When they compare her to that, they're like, no, oh, Beyonce, she
1: she, she, she got range though.
3: Yeah,
1: and she can sing. Great. She just don't. If you don't listen to Beyonce, you'll never hear her full range.
2: I get you that. I say if, Beyonce. Can if sing, you I'm don't ready.
1: listen to her and her entire album or her entire discography of songs, you would never. You couldn't. You couldn't be like, oh, Beyonce can't sing because if you listen to songs that are not popular, you hear that range mm-hmm. and that vocal capacity, even. On certain songs that are popular, like Resentment. Everybody loves her from Resentment. She did that. Um, she sung it live at that one concert, and like it, everybody loved it. Like, she can definitely say.
3: Yeah. Well, like
2: I he, think
1: people can. But he,
3: listen,
2: when we look at Halo, Halo, that's a. There you go. Yeah. There you go. Unless you yeah. better talk about Beyonce. That beehive, real serious. <laughs> different. <laughs> it's
3: different.
1: Her fan base is different. Don't come for her because they going to come all the way. For years. years.
2: They don't stop. It'll they be- don't stop. Carrie Hilton still got bees on her job. <laughs> right. <laughs> what do you, for your part, what do you feel as though when people talk about the industry as far as radio getting blackballed and not looked at because during a certain event or whatever, do you feel like or have seen that like, that is a true event? You can get blackballed in radio. In business-wise, from your perspective,
1: um, and do you think you can come back from
2: it? I mean, like an artist, how they say they get the whole cancel culture thing? Yeah, just cancel culture in yeah, general.
1: Cancel culture.
2: I think it really depends on the incident and the artist. Because, um, perfect example for those charges that the late Michael Jackson was up against. Station still played Michael Jackson, but I think it's going to be very hard. For stations to jump out on R. Kelly again, you know, yeah, because I feel like when you said Michael, Michael was always an alleged; he got proved not guilty, like that. The R. Kelly one, I'm not gonna say he innocent, but let's just throw out if he was. The fact that he still got proved guilty, it's like ah, it's
1: yeah. hard.
3: It's hard to do that. Yeah, yeah. It's
1: different when it's alleged and there's no proving mm-hmm. guilty. Once you allege, then it's like, ooh, you really did that. They said you did
2: it, and like I know, it was some stations that kind of fell off a toy with the whole Megan the Stallion situation. But, mm-hmm. you know, but people are still playing Tory Lanes. All the allegations against Chris Brown, and Trey Songs
3: stations, yeah. said
2: they haven't been found guilty. Well, I think yeah,
3: it, even, I even think, the baby
2: with his you When know, you, well, you being the the position that you are in radio, do you hold that on certain events, and you'd be like, you know what, ah. Nah, I'm not gonna play his music, even if it's a hot record due to the current
3: allegations, or do you just play it anyway? Um, I think
2: it's both honestly something like that. It, I would be I would base around listeners and everything, mm. okay? Listeners, yeah, because okay. my personal opinion is not like all the songs we play on the station are my personal favorites. I kind of go off, you know, what's best for the audience and what they and what they feeling.
3: Okay, so you don't let your personal feelings
2: affect... I can't. It's not my... ain't my station, you know? That's fair. <laughs> so who goes... Who chooses... I always want to know, who chooses the music for the radio station to play? Is it the labels? Like, how does that normally work out? So well, what, what happens is, for the most part, the labels, they'll have a single that they want to push to radio. Mm. Um, before, it was just based off of gut and reaction. Now, everything they do... Not everything, but... I would say eighty percent is off of streaming numbers, and sometimes the streaming numbers do not always relate correlate to radio.
3: Mm. You know, so
2: they if they have a single, you know, they'll push it that way. Or well, sometimes even like program directors or music directors or DJs, they'll get music first, and do they hear it? They think it's something that's strong. They're like, "Yo, let's go behind this song." And sometimes the label they'll follow, our lead, and make it a single.
3: Mm. Okay. okay,
2: okay. I always wanted to know how that how that whole thing worked. Yeah, because oh. I think it was Jay, Jay the Suprile, who was like, There's a lot of cars getting blackballed in the business. That's a real thing that, like, not a lot of new artists don't know. Your interactions and how you network
3: really plays. I, that's a, like, I
2: think a lot of, of people, I
1: don't think people understand that. Like, I really don't think people understand that. Like, certain actions that you take within your business community have an effect on how you are going to mm-hmm. do business from that point on.
2: Yep.
3: Yeah, and they- yeah.
2: Relationships are definitely important. Because sometimes a the song, this is happen. Um, Let's say a song, they're trying to go number one.
3: Mm-hmm. But this
2: artist, you know, you you ask them for, you know, you want to do a promotion with them, ask for an interview. Or well, when you met them, they like, shitty. You're not going to go out your way to help them get that number one record.
3: Right. You know,
2: relationships. Yeah, that's true. It's important. As, talking about you, have you ever right now we're under a relationship that you look back on that really just messed up an opportunity for um, you? I'm going to have to say no. No? I have, I have had incidents with artists that um that an incident happened. Mm-hmm. And I possibly, allegedly, I always say allegedly, didn't play their song anymore, or it just took a while to get on the record. He said, hey, now, <laughs> allegedly. Like, like it's, it's it's an artist currently now that you know, she came off at me sideways at our summer concert and I wish them I wish them the best in their future endeavors. <laughs> so is it safe to say even though you're as nice and humble as you are, you you can still be a little petty. Just a little bit, just a little bit of you Just cause of the disrespect.
3: Yeah.
2: Mm. If this artist, artist if this artist is on a new song, they better send a version about this artist on it. Ooh. It it's not just disrespecting me; you're disrespecting the, the, the station, and I can't—I mm. can't, I
3: can't have that.
1: Does it, will an apology solve that? Like, yeah. can this be reconciled, or if once the relationship's done, it's done.
2: You give me real—I'm a Scorpio vibe. Jesus,
1: <laughs>
2: I'm a Taurus all day. Oh, where's the balance? <laughs> I, I, I would just have to see. You know, I, I depend on how I'll I say this because you didn't do anything to my child, so we can probably uh eventually talk about it yeah, we, okay, how do you come up with the segments on the show because you got the first of all, I didn't know you could cook cooking with cows is a thing right yeah, yes, I thought was down. <laughs> you sat here and told us when this first started you went. you originally went to school to uh an architect architect, then you smoothed in the radio. Where did this learning how to cook, learning how to write? Where did this come from? I can always cook a little bit, but I didn't really just put it out there like that. But again, the pandemic,
3: okay. and and so I always,
2: you gotta eat, <laughs> you gotta eat, you gotta look look at different alternatives. And I always mm-hmm. like to entertain, so um, people were home, nowhere to go, and I'll be honest, like at one point, our salary was reduced so that. There wouldn't be a lot of layoffs. Mm. And so I had to find other mains, you know, to the, the pay for daycare and stuff like that. So I started doing cooking classes. Can people buy your food? Like they hit you up right now on Cooking with Kells. Are you giving classes? No, I've done, I've, I've done um, individual classes. I will do the, I, depending on who it is, I will do some cooking. But because I'm still, work, I'm still working on, like, if, my, if it's my family or close friends, I would do or I, or I know you, know you, I would mm-hmm. do it as far as I want to mask it. I would not do, I'm not doing that yet for the simple fact of... Is
3: a um, book
2: coming? Everybody keep ask me that. <laughs> I, I'm thinking about it. Um. I would want to make sure I have my, um, my, my serve-safe license first before I... <laughs> hey, thank you for talking about yeah. the stuff you're supposed to have. Yeah. <laughs> How he just I mean, giving people places.
1: Everybody's selling places. <laughs> everybody ain't serve-safe.
2: Yeah, not, a, not at all. And I want, if, I, if I'm going to do it have my name behind it, I definitely want to do it the right way. Do you feel like this whole stepping into this author bag, is that something you want to expand on, being a writer and going down that lane?
1: Or was that just like, oh, my outlet and it just turned into something big?
2: I've thought about doing um some more books,
1: okay.
2: Yeah, like self help or like um part two of what you the just the two of us. How would it go? Um, probably I'll pro. I kind of want to tell like my radio side as well. So I okay. about it. And um, like you said, folks are asking about the cookbook, and there's another project I'm also thinking about, like a children's book as well. So you are more than just a voice. <laughs> What, what is something that people that don't know you would not, I would say, wouldn't think that you do? Like, do you hide all these talents when you're around people and you show this, like you're this outgoing character? Um, I think I'm pretty much the same, like all the time. Mm. Um, I think people would be surprised because, you know, do you radio, you do this, that you, that you always party and always want to go. Nine times out of 10, <laughs> I am in the house, cooking, playing with her, working from home still. Like on the computer for work, mm-hmm. or like watching movies. I love movies. So,
3: what's,
2: what's your movie you like right now? Um, well, first my my favorite trilogy or franchise is definitely Halloween. So I can't wait for the new Halloween. Um, Halloween. Did not they I, say the last one was like? It, again, isn't it's, it's part of the trilogy, so the middle one's okay. But I think this la- this last one that comes out October fourteenth, Halloween ends. That's going to be oh, that's the, the, yeah. the last one. Yeah, last one. Yeah,
1: that's going to be fine.
2: Yeah, so I, I like horror movies. Oh, you a horror movie junkie? Yeah. What's the difference between horror and thrill Because I don't know. Is so that a
1: difference? I don't know. Thrillers give suspense. Horrors give blood and guts. Perfect. if I'm a, if I'm gonna make it as simple as possible, thriller gives you suspense. Horror gives you blood and guts.
2: We'll take it, yep. Oh, okay, so I like the suspense and drama. He likes murder. Right. Yeah,
1: yeah I, I'm, I'm on a horror movie. Like, I want to see it all. I want to see people scared of shit. I want to see you get cut up like I'm trying all to. Of, all that. Yeah, give me all that. All that All that, that goes down to Halloween. Ah, let yeah. me smell
2: that. You, ju- you, you dress up for Halloween, don't you? I love Halloween. Why you like Andrew 3000 one year or something like that? Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah it's <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. So do you do you uh, when you come to these costumes? Do you already know what you're going to be, or it just comes to you? Like I'm gonna I'd be thinking, I would just be thinking about like, what would be this year? And yeah, and, like, yeah. I like, I really want to be Batman, but you know how you go to some they have little corny ass suits. I don't want a corny. Suit. I want my oh, you girl. want the big? Oh, yo, you exactly. want Batman? Batman. Batman. That's gonna fit me right. You feel me? I want that one. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Yeah. So what is that, before you know before you go and be a dad? What is next for you? What's the next thing you got going on? Um, tr- continuing and trying to add pieces to the morning show. Okay. Um, like I said, i plan around the cookbook, but definitely want to also work on my uh, my uh, my um credentials for safe serve and everything for food, so I can do that. The people always ask me, Yo, can you cater this? I want to, but you're not gonna get me caught up because you know, yeah. no, it, it, it changes. Pay me for it, it's like, ooh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay, you said add more shows in the morning to the morning show, Add more features and stuff just to kind of perfect it. Mm-hmm. Because to be honest, the morning show was originally for Porkchop and Angel Baby.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Porkchop retired, Angel had a change in direction of a career. And I was just supposed to fill in with Angel until we found somebody to replace Porkchop, not replace him, but find another co-host for the morning show. Right? How I got stuck in there to be doing this by myself right now, <laughs> who knows? But I love radio, I'm a team player. I want us, you know, I want us to win. So I'm, I'm doing it. And I think it's important is, as much as we can be local because syndication radio is taking over a lot of places. But as much as we can be local, I want us to do that. So you say you're looking for co-hosts. What? Knowing that, do you like do it in house? Do you like put on like an ND? Like, how does that? Because I know on certain, I don't know if it's your radio show. They'll go and say, I think it was like DJing, sending your videos and stuff. And how do you go about trying to find our co-hosts. our co-hosts? We um, you um, we we have a career site that you can that you can apply for with, with Radio One. Mm-hmm. Um, of course, you know you want your air check. Um, that's important. We want to know your social media. What what you bring to the table? I mean, mm-hmm. personality, because we don't want to buy just get in there, this and just read liners like give mm-hmm. a reason for people to wanna tune in to stay or the, the entire stream, mm-hmm. you know? In this we want but, personality. Okay. Would you say that's the biggest thing when people that wanna they have these big personalities, you say, Hey, you got this big personality, you'll be good for radio. Does that normally correlate? They, they may not always correlate because look at look how many um comedians or these social media people well, so they got these big personalities, these big followings. But then you get them in radio, and they like they like freeze. Well, people always say, "I can do your job." Okay, do it. They get in the mic and get. But why? Why do you think that is? Because it's not like they have an audience right there. It's just them. They think they can do it, and it's, they they really can. not ah, And not just that they can't, because some of them can be you know can be taught. Right, yeah. they got to be willing to be, you know, to tour. And plus, you know, some of these comedians they used to touring every weekend or every other day. They may not be available to do that. Uh, that scheduling just don't work yeah. out.
1: Everybody think radio; they think it's easy. They think it's oh, you just sit down, you just chatting it up. Like anybody can sit down and talk it up. No, yeah. you have stuff to talk about, and you can't talk cool. about the same thing every day just because it's a different person there.
2: You want to be engaging, and you know, want the listener interaction and everything. Do you do you handpick, let's say? someone uh, applies for the position of the co-host. Do you? Does that interview process go through you and you make that final decision like, ah? Yeah. Mm, oh, okay. pay, pay the cost to be the boss. <laughs> 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 okay, so listen, if anybody here want to, you know, step up and be a co-host for, you know, the morning I, I, I will say, especially for, for a morning position, or any position, especially in one of the big markets, you got to have experience. You can't just be... You gotta have the experience. People try to escape that experience part so bad. You can't. I guess we go back to the question you asked earlier. Experience or degree. We <laughs> want the experience. <laughs> we want the experience. All right, just go to Night q Uh so radio look one. Back, look at back in the day, and I don't think this is being disrespectful, but I know for a fact that Swift didn't have her 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 college degree. Reggie mm-hmm. Red didn't have his college degree. These yeah. are big time radio people. I don't think big boy in LA, I don't know if he has a degree, but some of these big personalities, you can't, Howard Stern maybe, I don't know. But mm-hmm. they didn't, a lot of people back in the day, they didn't have no degrees. It's just their presence and what they brought to the radio. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
3: So oh, That makes sense. That makes yeah. sense. Well.
1: Especially with radio, that's what they look at more. You need to find somebody that's going to keep that attention while not looking at you. you driving on the street. I need to still, I need somebody that that voice sure. is going to be like, oh, yeah. I got to tune in. Yep,
2: yeah, you want to, yep. Yeah, you got to be. Do people really be winning these console tickets and everything on these radio shows. Yes.
1: <laughs> not
2: the radio. Listen. <laughs> Listen we we, and for every contest that we do, whether it's on air, online, we have to have rules from our legal department for this. So yes, they have to yeah. win. I
1: want tickets on the radio. My uncle wants me tickets to, uh, Straight tour or something
2: back in the G, like. <laughs> back in the day.
1: That was, because we went to go see Bow Wow, Marion and them, like. straight
2: the off- 2 or something, <laughs> yeah. Yeah,
1: straight on 19th.
2: Yeah, know. Know. Oh, I always thought it was fake. I was oh, like. no,
1: we was uh-huh. in there. Up close and no. personal
2: toilet, like. Are these clients, they, they pay for advertising. They want us to give away tickets. And we say thank you. And we give them away. So yes, bro. People, real. <laughs> people can, uh, I guess now people pay for advertisement through you, right? Or do they go like Radio One and go through that whole process to have the have? That's, that's that's on the sales side, the mm-hmm. kind of like the another, another department. Yeah. Oh.
3: Exactly.
1: Yeah. So you actually wrap on? No, it was definitely a pleasure having you. Good conversation. Good advice.
2: Yeah, it was. It was. It was more of a conversation versus a you know an interview. So, I appreciate that. But definitely, we wasn't just about to sit here and just knock you off these lists.
1: No. <laughs> sure. no. Yeah.
2: Well, I will say, I want to say, I've been listening to you for a while and just having this interaction with you. It's it's cool to get to see the person while we do this, see the person behind, just not want to talk. It about Y'all can't see now. me. I'm black as hell over here. Y'all can't see me. She <laughs> black as hell.
3: She lets you. know.
1: Listen, I was fooling with
3: the light the whole time.
1: The like, light is right here. It it's, what? <laughs> it's right here. It's beaming on my face because I'm like, I need
2: y'all to see me. Yeah. But yeah, um, I would say thank you. Uh it's dope getting to know your story. I can't wait for to finish reading your book. Uh mm-hmm. it caught me immediately. If you are a dad, especially if you're a single dad, tonight, you're not yeah. even a dad. You're just a parent in general and you wanna mm-hmm. see the different layers of just not who Kelson is, but in general, you might be able to relate, but you will relate to these stories. Yeah, cause it's, it's real stuff. You you did not hold back. I don't know what you did in the first version. But this version, I was like
3: Jesus. Yeah, because like
2: one thing is us, us being men, we don't know about wiping from front to back. Really, we know we got a bathroom shake that thing and keep moving. Right, right. From right. From front to back, like stuff like that. <laughs> like I'm not even ready for the time when. She started having her menstrual know, like, I'm going to call, I'm, like, listen. We're on the same
3: page,
2: <laughs> man. i call somebody.
3: Oh, my yeah. God.
2: Call one of her aunties or something. So. I remember. Matter of fact, let me ask you this. So as your, your daughter's what? How old is your daughter? She'll be four in two weeks. Oh, man. I, my oh, daughter just turned four like two weeks ago. Oh, nice. Okay. So I felt maybe this is a dad thing, which I don't see how older generations do this. Is that a point to where you stop kissing your daughter on the mouth? Um, because as she getting older, I'm like, mm. um, well, I can definitely tell you this: we're not gonna be 15, and I'm kissing her in her mouth. That's not gonna happen, you know. But um, I would think after like maybe six or seven, you do the cheek thing, stuff mm-hmm. like that. Yeah. Yeah, because I, I, I. But then I, again. But but then I, again if it's my not saying she's going to be 15 doing it, but if it's, it's my child, mm. if I want to give her a kiss I'm going to do it's my child. Right. Like You're not going to tell me what I can do, what I can't do for my child. Like, stop it. But then, then in a the public figure, do you feel like that's what a lot of things is? You could do the Cardi B, you can do whatever. A lot of people feel like they have an input on how you raise your and child. You, and, you, and you know why? Because you put shit on social media. By putting it on social media, you give them an opportunity to say or think something about what you posted. Mm-hmm. Yeah, everything like the like the video. I think was it forty two? Doug him um <laughs> him, oh his, giving God. his son a passion mark whatever. It was, like, not yeah, like, like his neck. That's not for social media. It could have been a cute moment, but when you slide into social media, it's like mm. yeah, when you
1: slide it's totally into cool. social media for them to hypersexualize.
2: You should have known exactly. it was mm-hmm. exactly that's, that's exactly exactly having hypersexualize. Yes. So are you very conscious about? Because I know you have a bunch of pictures of your daughter. Are you very? Conscious about what you post about her mm-hmm. to the criticism. Okay, yeah, I, I'll be on there looking crazy, so I didn't have her on there looking crazy. Yeah, so no, it ain't about to go that way. Not at all. And
1: y'all not about to come from my child, so we are gonna <laughs> keep what I post to a minimum.
2: Yeah, well, I, I know before I, would, I used to post a lot, but mm. I, I kind of um, excuse me, slowed it down a little bit because I don't had to hurt nobody. I ain't trying to go to jail, trying to be here my daughter. If somebody got one time to say something slick and stop. What good. do you do about that? If you get these slick comments, you let it go or you comment, you block, you delete, what do you do? Depends how I'm feeling. Oh, But you don't want to end up on of a course. shave room by posting your comment. Say it again. I said you don't want to end up on a shave room if someone posting your comment or a private DM. I don't care. When it when it comes to Blake Noel Kelson, I don't give I will do whatever. That's that's my baby. Mm-hmm. Like when I was going through all this stuff from the divorce, and yo, she she's what kept me calm.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: I don't play about her at all. Like, no, is not it's not going down. Would you take? Do you want more kids? or You think you've done now? I know. I definitely want to shoot up the club a little bit more. Yeah,
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, listen, this has been another wonderful episode of the Vibes Podcast. I'm your boy, Two dimple King, your favorite Leo. We got
1: and this your girl Brax. Your favorite high-heeleders headed and
2: we got the voice of the voiceless. You might have heard them. <laughs> if you didn't hear this man voice by now, you clearly ain't reading books. You ain't eating food, and you, you probably a, under ten.
1: You under a rock. It's okay, right?
2: And you should be listening every weekday morning six to ten. There you, there you go. go. Let <laughs> us know. All right, man. This has been a wonderful episode of Vibes Podcast, and thank you, thank you for coming and having this interview. And getting us some Yes, love we appreciate you. you. No, I appreciate y'all. Thank y'all for having me. I'm proud now. Go get baby guys some sleep and get us some food. Yes, because you're about to drive me crazy. <laughs> I
3: have a good one. Though. It's
2: a vibe. <laughs> it's a
1: vibe.